Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Saturnary High School Athletic Leadership Council podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Stanton. We have a very special guest here today. We've taken a little bit of a break, uh, but coming back from this break, who better than four-year student-athlete, ALC member, uh, swimmer, water polo player, Robbie Furlick. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Thanks it's for going having well. Me. Yeah, we're, we're, we're a pleasure to have you. And for our listeners that have uh, sent us emails about when are we going to drop the next episode, it's here. So thank you for waiting. Thanks for the support. Um, Robbie is a senior. He just got done, uh, well, not just got done, two months ago, got done a great water polo season. And now he's in the midst of a very good swim season uh, as a senior. Uh, before jumping on the air, air here, Robbie and I were talking about the length of the swim season. Uh, you know, some of our teams are, are finishing up winter sports as we speak. We're in early February right now. I don't know when you're listening to this, uh, but swimming has like another month and a half left. Let's start there, Robbie. What What do you think in uh, when you look at the swim season, just the grueling nature of swimming back and forth and back and forth? Uh, how do you deal with that? How do you battle with that? How do you mentally uh, kind of keep pushing yourself? Well, you got to make connections on the team at first, like it's big like to have like it's someone you can always talk to whenever you have like some rest mm. so yeah first connections and then you got to just put your head to the grind and like keep on going it, yeah it really never ends because it, whenever you're done the season you're starting up like your summer season <laughs> absolutely you know and i think just the 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 nature of the sport you know when you go to a football practice field hockey lacrosse soccer basketball practice mm-hmm. uh certainly we do similar drills and things like that uh, but every day is a little different. You know, with swimming, yeah. it's the same environment. It's the same length that pulls the same length. Your mindset has to really uh, be focused on, like you said, grinding through that. Um, yeah. And, you know, and we're lucky to have you as one of the seniors and one of the leaders uh, because you work hard. You bring it every single day. And that helps our younger athletes bring it as well. Hmm. Um we often on this show, we talk about the why behind sports. You know, with our coaches, we ask, why do they coach? With our athletes, we ask, why do they play? When you think about swimming, what's your why? I'd say I'm like a really competitive person in general. So I really like to like just try to win in everything I do. And I feel like swimming, it's like a little bit of team aspect. So you're like winning for your team, but you're really winning for yourself and like growing your like, I don't know. I just like... <laughs> You totally. like having that pressure. Yeah. Yeah. The pressure and everything. And you've you've experienced the pressure in different spaces, both individually and as a team. What would you say when you look at the, the difference between water polo and swim? So, like, before a water polo game, what are you feeling like? Before a big meet, what are you feeling like? Is it a different type of pressure because Definitely. you're out there with five other players? or? Yeah. So, like, whenever I'm, like, playing water polo, I'd say... I'm trying to be calm and try to focus on what I need to do to, like, help my team in general and be in, like, the right position and not, like, mess up in that way. And then for swim, you need to be, like, at least for me, I need to be, like, angry and want to, like, really want everything. Like, I'm willing to die at that moment, like, for this race. Wow. Yeah. And so that anger, especially because you're a sprinter, right? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know enough about the sport, but when I see you jump in there, it looks like you're sprinting pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, so how do you, I love that you're saying this because how do you manage the, the anger and that intense moment, but it also looks like there's fluidity to your stroke. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you want to be angry and tough. It's not like you're going to tackle someone on a football field. Yeah. There's still so much technical aspect to what you do as a swimmer. So how does that kind of blend together in a race? Uh, well, I usually just focus on like every little thing that I need to do because the 50, it's such a short race. If you mess up one little thing that just over like that. Yeah. So 
I, uh, what are some things that you focus on, like uh, elements of the stroke or like breathing or like when you jump in, is there like a technical thing, like a checklist almost that you have these yeah. three or four? W- what are some of those things? So first is the start. You need to be super powerful, super strong, and like get a good reaction time. Mm. And whenever I jump in, do like three water underwaters, and then instantly try to get as fast as possible because you don't have too much time to like waste underwater. So I get up, and then you got to focus on this flip turn and nail the wall. And if you miss the wall, you're done in the fifty. And is <laughs> and it? Is it? Are you doing the same amount of strokes before you hit that wall every time? Yeah. So you know that that's just your body feeling it. You don't even need to count. Yeah. You know it's coming. You see it obviously as well. Mm-hmm. And then I also do like the same exact breath at the same spot of the pool. Okay. Yeah. I mean that's just yeah. You talk, that, that is a technician. Um, and then the finish. Um, when you're finishing, uh, you know, the last kind of 15 feet, I know we don't do feet in swimming, but, mm. you know, that last couple strokes, you're able to see in your periphery the person that you're going against? Most or are you just time. focused on, on straight away? Uh, I usually just focus on myself, but, like, if I could see them in the corner, I'm really, like, trying to reach as far as I can. Like, And that pushes you a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Uh, well, there's been so many awesome finishes in the last four years since you've been here. And just the nature of the 50-yard, 50-yard, right? No, 50-meter. 50-yard. Uh, 50 the 50-yard. 50 yeah. The nature of the 50-yarder, there's just intensity, you know? Like, as soon as you guys hit that wall going back for the for the final lap, uh, you know, people get out of their seats a little bit, and it's and it's hype. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look back at your swimming career here at, at Saturnary High School, is there a favorite athletic memory that you have? Well, personally, I would say— States my freshman year, uh, making it individual in the 50. And then I was the last spot uh, going to States, so I got, like, 30th. And then whenever I got there, I made my rankings way higher, and then I just seemed to pull off. Uh, I got 16th, and only 16 make it to finals. So I got 16th, and then eventually at the finals I beat one more person so I ended up 15th in the state that's awesome so that was, was that your highest finished in the last four years in uh, the state? no I got 13th last year okay and I mean you pretty much know the landscape of state swimming at this point what's your hope obviously our hope is always to be a champion but is there a goal that you have in mind as far as what you're going to finish or hope to finish in states this year yeah, well, I would. I was hoping to beat the pool record this year all year but I couldn't get my time fast enough but I'm hoping either break a 21 or maybe possibly break the team record, but that's a far shot. But I don't know. It's good to shoot high. Yeah, absolutely. And the like the energy and intensity that you're swimming with when you're trying to break a pool record, you know, and we're swimming against North Penn. Um, how are you able to manufacture that intensity at practice? You guys are in there in the mornings. You're lifting mm-hmm. in the mornings. You're in there in the afternoons. Is there moments at practice where you're able to get in that mental headspace of, I'm trying to beat the pool record even at practice? Or is it, you know, two and a half hours where you guys are training and there's a set curriculum, there's a set practice plan where there doesn't allow for that type of mental focus and kind of physical exertion? Well, I'd say, like, the practices are hard, of course, so you can't get your fastest time, of course. Got <laughs> so, it, got it. Uh, but... You want to get, like, as close as possible to your best time. So sometimes we'll be doing, like, a set where we're doing 50s, say, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's like, all-out sprint or, like, four best average. And then as the rounds go down, I usually try to bring the intensity up Okay. to try to 
counterbalance like how tired I am. That's awesome. Yeah. I think there's just such a mental side of that. You know, like we often think that, that we're done. We think we have nothing left in the tank. And I think that's really where we got to, as you said earlier, dig in. Yeah. Um, so that was one of your best performances freshman year. You've had a lot of great performance, even in dual meets that I've been uh, just a fan to watch. Um, what would you say is one of your worst performances, whether it's swimming or water polo, or if, if you could think of any that, you know, you just did not perform uh, up to the level that you were hoping? Um, I would say, I don't know exactly what meet it was, but I was holding like consistent 21, like breaking 22s. And I used to never be able to break 22s like in during the season meet. Okay. And, uh, like I went back up to like a 22 too, and I got like super disappointed in myself. And yeah, I don't know what, what meet that was exactly, but it was one of the later ones. So I think it's because of like the consistent practice and fatigue yeah got it got right. it um you've t- you and i have talked about this before just the mental side of sports we talk about an athletic leadership council about visual la- visualization and you know certain things that people do to prepare um what does it look like for you like a pre pre-meet routine uh whether that's you know on the bus or you know once school's let out uh, is there something that you're thinking about or trying to focus on and then if you could also talk to our listeners about like, you know, two minutes before that race, what is your focus? Uh, well, so first I like think about like this is my only chance to get this race. Like like this this could be the last time, like especially this year, last time I'm swimming at this pool. Mm-hmm. If I see like a record I want to go for on the board or I want to get a time, this is like the race I need to do it. So I always think I need to trick my brain into saying this is my last one and I need to go all out no matter what. And then two minutes. Wait, what was the second question? Like when you like, I always like watching you when you're like right about to get onto the board, and you're like hitting your legs and you're hitting your arms. Mm-hmm. I'm always thinking, what is Robbie thinking about at that moment? Uh, that's um, that's me like trying to get angry and like trying to get myself focused for like only this race. Okay. And uh, yeah, I try to like sometimes my legs are just tired in general. Yeah. So I try to wake, wake them up, up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You know, I think it's so important too for our student athletes to hear is like. Uh, you know, so we do have to kind of trick our minds sometimes, and we do have to uh, try to narrow our focus and, and eliminate the noise. And I think that's what you're alluding to here is you're eliminating the noise. It's just one race, mm-hmm. right? And just to focus on what's in front. Uh, as athletes, we often talk about, we think about our past performances, and we think about what's going to happen in the third or the fourth quarter, but it's so important to kind of lock into the present. And I think that's something that you've obviously had success with. Mm-hmm. Um when it comes to the work piece, obviously, I've been uh, lucky to watch you work in the weight room, uh, both of water polo and swim, lucky enough to watch you practice with water polo and swim. Um, there's a, a massive uh, commitment, a time commitment that Southern Aquatics has for our student athletes. Um, and obviously, you've been someone that's been at almost everything, if not everything. Um, but outside of Souderton's, uh workouts and things like that, is there stuff that you do on your own, like some some individual work that you could speak to? Yeah, so actually me and my buddies, uh, we every like summer we get into like this workout phase. So they all come to my house. We all lift together. We all have like a set routine. And it's, it's really like a lot of fun. And we're still working out and – now we aren't. We took a break because of my season's like ending soon, kind of. So, yeah, we don't do it right now. But after the season's over, I'm gonna start working out again. So, but where do you live? Like the basement, the garage? Uh, yeah, the garage. Okay. Yeah. And swimmers and water polo players, or just random guys? Just some of my friends. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Um, 
What about, we, we often talk in the show about daily habits and what type of habits that our high performers have. You're obviously a high performer. You're a scholarship athlete. Um, and you've really forged your way into, uh, into leaving a legacy here at Souderton. But what are some daily habits that you think are most effective for you? I know, um, you know, we tried to film this last week and I said, hey, can, can you do it this afternoon? You said, no, I'm not going to have enough time. I, I need more uh, calories. I need to eat more in yeah. that afternoon. Like you were pretty focused on your appetite, your diet, things like that. Can you share some of the daily habits that you have that have helped you become a successful athlete and, you know, student as well? Hmm. So, yeah, definitely eating, number one, <laughs> because you're burning so many calories in the pool, so you got to replenish them and focus on your body. But uh, another thing, keep hydration. Yeah. Hydration is high. So You're drinking all day long. All day, yeah, yeah. at least a gallon. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I'd say those are the two main ones. And then also training every day and, like, practicing, because once you stop practicing, then it's hard to get back into it. Yeah. And do you think, uh, you know, I know the, the water polo days are done for you and you're going to swim next year at Shippensburg University, which is fantastic. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Water polo, man. You going to do some club water polo or some pickup water polo or are those days done for you? Yeah, I, I don't know if they have a club there yet, but maybe I'll start one and then we could have some tournaments or something. I don't know. Yeah. But that's a fun sport, so yeah. I enjoy that. Yeah, it looks like you have fun with it. Um, we often talk here about, you know, you've inspired a lot of people, um, you know, being part of Athletic Leadership Council now for three years and, um, you know, being one of the leaders on the water polo team and on the swim team. But what about you? Has, has any student athlete inspired you over the last four years uh, in either sport? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Will Stancheski. Okay. He's a hard worker. He's very hard worker. He's committed to the process, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, um, extremely. So what's that look like? Does he does he push you verbally, or is it just more by example? You you you're in the same lane as him. You see him working, or is he saying like, "Hey, Robbie, you need to do this." Uh, I just see him working all the time. So like, whenever I see him working, I'm I'm trying to be the hardest worker, but he he's really the hardest worker. I don't know. I've never seen anyone work as hard as him. Wow. And he just says like, casually like, "Oh, I just did legs yesterday." Like still, and I'm like. We're mid-season. I don't know how you're doing that. Like, that's insane. That's awesome. <laughs> Shout out to Will Stancheski. Yeah. Um, what about favorite teammate or teammate that maybe lightens the mood in the locker room or in the pool? Like, we've talked about this. You know, it's it's a grueling season. It's a grueling practice where you're going back and forth all day long. Mm -hmm. Anybody in that locker room that kind of, uh, you know, is one of your favorite teammates or lightens the mood a little bit? I'd say Mavi Andrushin lightens the mood a lot. He, yeah. like— he always brings the jokes and everything. Yeah, I see he's, he's been wearing, like, bathing suits to practice more recently. Is that, yeah. a, is that a training tool or more of a— Well, yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, we do, like, drag suits okay. whenever it comes closer to the bigger meets. So whenever we take the suits off, then it becomes, like, like we're already faster just yeah. because we don't have that— I don't know if I've us. ever seen him wear the same swim cap. I mean, that dude must have yeah. 110 swim caps. Yeah. Um, leadership— we, we, we talk about it here on the podcast. It's a big part of ALC. It's, uh, it's something that sometimes is hard to define, and it's certainly hard to, uh, to find kind of authentic, genuine leaders. But what does it mean to you, and what makes a great leader, and um, what do you think are some of your strengths and weaknesses? My strength is probably leading by example because I'm always doing, like, the work. But my weakness is probably – I'm not sure. I don't know about this question. Sorry. Yeah, you got it. Uh, but you're lead by example. Let me ask you this. Are you someone that's going to hold someone accountable like when they're not doing the work? Yeah. You know, or is that 
kind of outside of your comfort zone. Most yeah. of our leaders are lead by example here at the high school. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to, you know, especially, you know, if you're tired and you might not be giving everything you possibly can to then push somebody else and hold them accountable to, to get in the pool or to, to work hard. Do you find like that's something you need to work on, you know, especially for the next level? Uh, well, I'd say I push people like whenever they're not feeling like they're in the mood today, but I try to push them, try to make them work hard. Yeah. See what they can do. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it's obviously helped you as an as an athlete and uh, and to put yourself in a position to swim at the Division II level at Shippensburg, which is awesome. Um, what are your kind of goals for college? You know, is there something when you think about the next four years, you've done so much here at Southern Area High School, um, but when you look ahead to those four years, is there is there certain goals that you have kind of athletically or academically? Uh, well, first is to graduate. So <laughs> I want to get my uh, mechanical engineering degree. Nice. And then, yeah. And then also maybe become captain or looking forward to just being on the team in general and uh, meeting new people and firsting like different schools. And that I, I don't know. I just think that would be cool. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting, like for, for swimming and for track and field, you know, you're walking into an environment where there's empirical data. You know, mm-hmm. you can look at their times and and compare them to your times. What does that look like? You know, you said this year you were looking to break the um, the pool record. You weren't able to do it, but a good goal. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at your times and what you've done in meets um, and in invites, do they align with what you're seeing at the PSAC level? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> they lie, but like there's still room for growth, right? Like you're yeah, not walking in there like you can just keep doing what you're doing. Like you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're looking to drop a second or two off, right? Yeah, exactly. There's definitely like other guys that are going to be faster than me. There's always someone faster. Yep. So. Awesome. Well, I know it's, they're not, it's not going to be, uh, you're, you're not going to back down from the challenge and, and the competition element of it. Mm. Uh, before we let you go here, Robbie, thank you for your time first and foremost. We always have a couple quick hitters that we ask our student athletes um, we got five quick hitters for you. All right. Um, you said you like to get angry. Mm-hmm. Is there any type of music that you listen to, like your favorite pre-meet song or pre-race song? Lose Yourself by Eminem. Wow. Yeah. Great intro to that song where he's just talking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that is a, a, a song that, that, that hypes people up. I like that. Uh, you talked about food. Talk about, uh, you know, making sure you're, you're burning a lot of calories. You got to replenish those calories. So what's your favorite food? Pizza. Pizza. You're <laughs> yeah. eating pizza on the meat day? I would, yeah. yeah gotcha. Yeah. What's your favorite pizza in the area? Like if it's a Friday night and you get you you're ordering pizza, where are you ordering from? Hmm. New stations in the area and then all time Fran Zones in Conshohocken. Gotcha. Yep. This is not an ad, but uh Fran Zones and, and what was the first one? New station? Uh, new station in Satterton. Let us know, guys, you want a sponsorship. Um favorite pro athlete. Who do you got? I have no clue, honestly. Do you watch sports? I do not. You don't. See, I actually uh, before asking this question, I'm thinking, I mean, this guy just swims and works out and lifts and trains. Maybe he's not watching sports. Yeah. So you don't watch any sports. You're I not mean, watching the Super Bowl, the Eagles. Oh, I'm watching the Super Bowl. But okay. I watched like a couple football games this year, but I don't know. I can never really get into them yeah. fully. Yeah. I, I don't watch pro sports. I watch Southerton sports. <laughs> um, so you talked about mechanical engineering. Where do you see yourself in, in five years? Uh, working for like job with the degree of mechanical engineering okay uh maybe like i don't know try to get like a patent in something okay i love it i'm gonna hold you to that yep um you're a senior now uh but if you had advice for you know the seventh or eighth grade robbie furlick i mean it really feels like yesterday you were a freshman i can't believe you're a senior yeah uh advice for your younger self uh coming into high school the eighth grade robbie furlick coming from indian valley right 
Yeah. What, what advice would you give? I'd say keep working hard because there's always someone working harder than you. Mm, mm. And you've epitomized that, Robbie. And uh, as athletic director and on behalf of the athletic department, I can't thank you enough because those efforts, that work ethic – uh, is not gonna. Um, it's not gonna stop. You know, come April one, that's gonna keep going when you graduate, um, mm-hmm. based on the legacy that you've left. So, thank you very much. Thanks for your time here today. We wish you luck in uh, in districts and states and everything you do, and uh, keep working hard. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Go Eagles. <laughs>